Welcome to Scorpio season. Welcome back to episode two of the Clink Clink podcast with Maggie Dehan. Clink Clink. This is my second episode, so I'm still a little nervous. I still feel like my neighbors can hear me, and I still feel a little uncomfortable speaking to a camera by myself. But here we are, episode two. I'm glad to have you back. If you're new here, my name is Maggie. This is my podcast, Clank Clank. Um, First things first, I came up with a name, finally. First episode, I didn't have a name. (laughs) Also, I'm drinking Spendrift today. I'm obsessed with Spendrift. I'll probably drink it every episode because I'm obsessed with it. Um, Just so that we can clink. This, also, if you're new here, this is my outline. I need this outline. Because if I don't, I have crippling ADHD and if I don't have it, then this will either be five minutes or four hours and we'll be going on and on about everything, random things. I'll space out, I'll go off on 5,000 different tangents. So I need this. So if I'm looking at it a lot, that's so you know. So yeah, I came up with a name finally. Took me forever. I came up. I had like a lot of different ideas for names, but I hated all of them. Every single one, I hated them. And I felt like I needed a name that represented me. I always say like, if I was a supervillain, this would be my catchphrase. I'm a Scorpio, I'm wearing my Scorpio necklace today because it's Scorpio season. It's the first day, second day of Scorpio season. And I identify more of super villains than I do superheroes. <laughs> but if I had a catchphrase, it'd be clink clink. I have been saying clink clink since I was probably like 19 and I'm 27, almost 28 now. I've been saying it since I like started drinking basically. And I always say it, like I don't, I don't even think about it, but anytime I'm doing like a cheers, I never say cheers. It feels like wrong to me. I say clink clink. I don't know why I started saying it, but now, it feels weird not to say it. And that saying of mine has transcended every friend group I've ever been in. Like I'll I'll become part of like a friend group and they'll just hear me say clink clank all the time. I cheers everything by the way. So it's not that I drink a lot. I do go out here and there, but I don't like drink that much. But I cheers everything. Like if I'm at dinner with a friend, I'll cheers whatever we have. <laughs> I'm cheersing everything because I love it. And so I always say clink clank though instead of cheers. I just like every friend group I'm in, they'll pick up on what I'm saying and then we'll all start saying clink clank all the time. And then if I have to move on from that friend group, which is unfortunately happened quite a few times in my life, I'll explain that another time. But if I have to leave that friend group and go on to another one. Friend group will still say click click. <laughs> and then I'll go to another friend group and I'll infiltrate that too. So everyone's saying click click now because of me. Cause I, I don't know, I just say it all the time. I've been saying it forever. It just like, if you hear that, you, 
that's just my that's my word and I know it doesn't make sense because I want this podcast to be about like wellness and health and psychology and just like self-growth and development and to have like a name clink clink kind of like makes you think of like choosing alcohol I know it doesn't make sense but let me tell you why it makes sense to me so even though like those are like the focuses of my podcast I want them to be about my entrepreneurship journey and I also want it to be about like you know health and wellness but I also authenticity is extremely important to me like this brand that I'm creating it's I want it to be a manifestation of me and like my soul if that makes sense that might sound dramatic whatever but it's basically love child I wrote this on my outline in case you're wondering um this brand is supposed to be like a love child between me and the universe and it's just like a manifestation of that I want this brand to whatever you'll get it I don't care if you don't (laughs) that might sound dramatic but like I can be dramatic I can be dramatic I can be messy I can be chaotic I'm always late I'm edgy I'm fun I like to go out I like to party I like darkness I like the shadow side so much. I thrive in the shadow side. And so like if you know if you follow me on Instagram, this is what I'm talking about basically. When I say like my brand, you'll see it on through my Instagram post, but I like this dark edginess while also speaking about light and love and happiness, growth, stuff like that. I am multifaceted. I love this darkness, but I also love light. I love wellness, psychology, yoga. I love working out. I love sunshine. I love nature. I love like flowers. I love peace. I love joy. But you see me talking about these light, joy, and love, and light topics while also posting on Instagram in like these dark, red, black, edgy post like visually and then i'm posting about these like light happy topics some of them are deep too but i don't know if any of this is making sense it'll make sense if you look at my instagram that's why i wanted to make my podcast like i wanted the name of my podcast to represent me And I wanted it to be clink clink because it's like, it's like the dichotomy, like the paradox inside of of me and you all have this paradox of light and dark. I am fascinated and I love that paradox. There's like this paradox between light and dark in all of us. And I am fascinated by it, probably more than the average person. Maybe it's because I'm a Scorpio. I think that's a Scorpio trait, might be. I love like that harmony between your light and your dark and so that's why like visually on my Instagram you'll see all these like dark edgy pops of like black red cream stuff like that like see this dark edginess on my Instagram and then I'm talking about like how to bring you into the light if that makes sense and then same with this pod I wanted I like that it represents alcohol. I like that it represents that darker, edgy 
undertones while also trying to give you this light and this love. I don't know if any of this, this is making sense. Whatever. If it does, if it doesn't, whatever. That's my name, Clink Clink. Um, yeah, I love it. I love the opposition of the alcohol glasses with the wellness topic. I love it. It's a part of me. Authenticity is so important to me. My brand is an extension of myself. That's the point I've been trying to make this entire freaking time. Now on to the topic of today's pod. My topic today is I want to talk about how I believe there is a three-tiered journey to self-discovery. Now, you may think differently than me. You may have observed something completely different. You may think this is bullshit, but I'm really good at picking out patterns. And this is just what I have observed. I just heard my neighbor and reminded me that people can hear me. Yeah, so this is what I have observed just like over the course of my life, just and my own personal self-discovery pro process. I wanna say my self-discovery process started when I was probably about 24, actually 23. It happened when I was 23, leading into 24, and then it's been a slow process for me. So let me explain. Obviously, again, another pretext, obviously I haven't done like my own personal studies on this, this is just what I have observed. This is my opinion. You are allowed to disagree. That's fine. Experts are allowed to disagree. I think I'm an expert, but you know, this is just my opinion. And the conclusion I have come to. So I believe that there are three tiers on the journey of self-discovery. And I say tiers, and I also talk about them as levels, but really I see it more as like less of like a step, step one, step two, step three. I think of it less like that. And more like a circle there's phases there's three phases but that's what i mean i think of it more like a circle and less like a step being stone or like a step ladder less like a step ladder more like a circle keep that in mind so i think there's three tiers how it works is that most people start on tier one obviously and then they move to tier two and then preferably tier three now, that's the ideal way to do it, but some people will come in on tier two or tier three. Those people are always a little odd. You'll know what I'm talking about. It sounded so mean. I don't mean to judge anyone that came in on tier two or tier three. You're probably great, too. Whatever. So, most people start on tier one, and then you move to tier two, and then you move to tier three, and then when you're done with tier three, you circle back around, and you go to, back to tier one. So, I see it like a circle. Tier one, tier two, tier three, tier one, tier two, tier three. If that makes sense. Or phase one, phase two, phase three, phase one, phase two, phase three, over and over again for your whole life. So once you graduate a tier or like leave a tier, exit one tier or one phase, then you bring with you the knowledge of your last phase. So when you're starting over the cycle, you don't start over from scratch again. You start from a higher vibrational path. You start from a higher mindset than you did when you first started. So for me, I started my whole process of self-discovery when I was 23. I 
started in phase one. I was there forever. I was in phase one from 23 to 25, which everyone is on their own timeline, by the way. I just say forever because it felt like a really long time, but in reality, it actually wasn't that long. Some people are in phase one for years and years or decades. Some people never leave phase one. It sucks for them. That's the ideal way to do it. I was in phase one from 23 to 25 and then phase two from 25 to 27. And I have been in phase three for like my whole age 27. And I kind of feel myself about to go back to phase one. I'll explain. I know this makes no sense so far because I haven't explained the tears. But so the ideal way, I mentioned it seven times already, go through all of them, cycle back. So, that being said, so many people get stuck on one phase. They get stuck and they'll remain there forever. Sometimes they'll remain there for a long time. Um, they will base their whole identity around that phase and that is really bad. <laughs> That's not good. So do not get stuck is just before I say anything, do not get stuck. Okay, so let me explain phase one. Phase one is all things physical. Remember, this is the process of self-discovery. So phase one, all things physical. So this includes things like fitness, nutrition, discipline, like these are the people that you see on TikTok that are like, yelling at you to have discipline. They're like, motivation comes and goes. You have to have discipline. You have to get up and do the work, grind. These are people that want you to grind. These are people like, you're gonna find your David Goggins here. A lot of men get stuck here. I'll explain why later. But you're gonna find like a lot of male fitness and health and nutrition influence here they'll be stuck in phase one and you're gonna find your gym bros here you may also find on the women's side you may also find hardcore pilates girls here um like usually dietitians are here or they start here at least um usually personal trainers are here or they start here i started here could potentially find like a hardcore yoga girl uh like your ultra athletes like iron man people ultra marathon runners people that run a lot you're gonna find you could even find it on like a different scale like you could find it outside of the gym like people that really really love to go camping or like you could even find it in like it's all things physical basically is what i'm trying to say so a lot of people start there because it's it's kind of the easiest way to start, which is how I started. And also, a lot of times it's motivated by um, like self-hate to get into it, which is fine. Whatever it takes to get into it is fine. Don't judge yourself for that. I know personally I was motivated by self-hate to change my body. change. So that's what helped me change my physical but in order to go from phase one to phase two, you have to have self-love. That's what a lot of these people are lacking. <laughs> so this phase is, you have to graduate it. You can't stay there because this phase, your first time around, especially this phase can be very egotistical. 
very you're dialed in focused on you which is a good thing like this it's egotistical but not necessarily in a bad way you do kind of need you can't skip it you need this space because you need to take care of your body and in this phase you learn to take care of your body most of the time some people <laughs> don't but most of the time you learn to take care of your body you build discipline you build healthy habits typically this phase is your foundation you need this phase and if you have to be a little selfish a little egotistical for a while to get this phase that's not a bad thing just don't hurt anybody in the process and also don't get fucking stuck here so many people get stuck in this phase a lot of times people that are stuck in phase one people that have been in phase one for decades maybe even like their whole life a lot of times you'll you'll notice those people because they have a lack of empathy and a lot of times they have a lack of understanding for other people you see this with like david goggins for instance he's very much like stay hard you can tell he's done very little inner work on himself it's all he's done a lot of outer work and a lot of callousing he literally uses that phrase a lot of callousing over his wounds rather than getting to the bottom of them. You find that a lot in this space. You find people that will be like, the gym is my therapy. And I'm like, I hate that. That's not how it fucking works, actually. So this phase, you need, you need it. Because it's grounding, it builds a strong foundation, but do not get stuck here. Whatever, if you remember anything from this, don't get stuck in this phase. So it'll always end negatively if you get stuck, by the way, like you won't be happy. I can tell you that for damn fucking sure. You won't be happy. You're either gonna hurt other people or you're gonna hurt yourself and probably both. I have a couple names in mind in my head, like influencers that I can think of that are stuck in this phase that are continuing to hurt other people. And like they mean, well, they're stuck. Like, I mean, like David Goggins, I keep bringing him up. I love him, by the way. I'm not hating on him, but he's just stuck in this phase. He, I mean, you can see yeah, throughout his books, he gets married and divorced like four times. Uh, there's this other nutrition influencer that I really like his nutrition content, but he also is like 40 and he's never had a serious relationship <laughs> or he's had like maybe a couple, but he's not currently in one. And, like, and he's trying and it's just because he hasn't done the work on himself like, he's just stuck in this phase which like he's probably hurting himself and hurting other people at the same time whatever okay sorry i went off on a tangent but um you'll notice people that are stuck in this phase often lack empathy and understanding okay i've gone way too much into that one so phase two so once you are in phase one naturally eventually you will guide yourself into phase two hopefully <laughs> a lot of people get stuck in phase one please don't get stuck hopefully you will eventually guide your way into phase two but you need love and you need courage to go into phase two and a lot of people don't have that or they don't know how to cultivate it you can totally cultivate that you don't have to be born with courage and self-love i wasn't a lot of times it those will happen naturally i'm thinking of like every person i've seen go from phase one to phase two that happened very naturally like over time they 
without even realizing it, like subconsciously, they were building up their self-love. And then they moved to phase two. So phase two was all things emotional, mental. It's your shadow work. It's gonna be your, this is where you dive into your wounds. This is where you dive into your attachment. You explore all things subconscious. You explore childhood. This is, like I said, phase one is all things physical. Phase two is all things in your head. Emotions, mental, mindset, all of that stuff. Yeah, this is where you start to question things. You start to become introspective. You probably start to develop some critical thinking skills. Hopefully you develop some emotional regulation and you regulate your nervous system. You start to develop some emotional intelligence. You start to unpack your trauma. We all have trauma, by the way. If you think you don't, you're not in phase two yet. This is just like really essentially where you start to really dive in. And this is where we develop empathy. Empathy is a marker of emotional intelligence, by the way. If you don't have it, you're, you don't know what's going on in your head. And this is when you start connecting with others. This is when you start going, diving deep, essentially. So you really need courage because most people fear this stage. It's a really hard stage emotionally to go through. It can take a long time. I've seen a lot of people go through this phase for a long time. I mean, don't worry, like you'll circle back through. Another thing I want to point out is that for all of these phases, you don't have to like finish. You're like a work in progress. There's not like a test that you have to pass and then you get to move on to the next phase. It doesn't work like that. It's just like when you feel called to the next phase, when you feel ready, then lean into that. But most of the time you'll do it on accident. Most people never have any idea that they're doing this, these three phases, but they are. Just because they'll just naturally lean into the next one, if that makes sense. So don't, you don't have to go and fix all your traumas, fix all your problems. It's not gonna work like that. You're a work in progress for your whole life. You are perfect and a work in progress at the same time. We can hold two opposing thoughts together in our head at the same time. That's what we're doing. So just do as much as you can. I don't, I'm not saying you need to fix yourself like you're broken and you need to get fixed. Just like try to heal basically. This phase two is healing. And sorry, I'm laying on the ground or I'm sitting on the ground. And it's super uncomfortable. So if you see me moving a lot, that's why. But yeah, basically this is where you face your inner demons and this is when you start to heal. In my opinion, this is the most important phase. If you get stuck in this phase, then you could end up feeling like you're a problem that needs to be fixed. You could end up not having enough self-love or self-compassion, if that makes sense. I do see people get stuck in this phase sometimes if they, they think of themselves as broken. So you can't think of yourself like that. Like, you are growing and working on yourself just because that is what you're supposed to do. That's what's the best thing for you. You do it because you love yourself, not because you're a problem that needs to be solved. Write that one down. It's also the phase, phase two. This is where you start learning your patterns, particularly patterns learned in childhood around like, it can be around anything like relationships, money, 
the way you speak to yourself, the way you speak to other people. When you start learning your patterns and start breaking the negative ones, this is when you start shedding those layers of like wounds and coping mechanisms that you learned when you were young that aren't serving you anymore. So, so many people go through this in their midlife. So if you're going through this when you're young, good for you because so many people go through this at midlife. They go through phase two at midlife or sometimes they skip phase two altogether because they are too scared of it, which is bad. This is the most important phase in my opinion. You need this phase. <laughs> this is when you start taking responsibility for your actions, for your life, for the role you play in your own suffering, for the role you play in other people's suffering. This is so important, so important. So yeah, you need this. <laughs> this is when you start forgiving others, you start shedding those layers of all of that coping mechanism that you, you had for so long that kept you alive when you were young and kept you surviving when you were young, but maybe it's not serving you anymore. And maybe you see some patterns from your childhood and you realize, oh wait, actually that was a good healthy pattern. Like maybe you witnessed good healthy relationship between your parents. Never met someone like that, but maybe you did. <laughs> um, so maybe you pick up on good, good patterns and you recognize those patterns and you're just like, oh, actually I want to keep those patterns. So you don't have to break those. This is just basically, this is the most, this is a very personal phase. This is specific to you. What one person does in phase two is gonna be totally different between somebody else. Like it's completely up to your wounds, your conditioning, everything you've been through, everything you believe, everything you've witnessed. This is your wounds, this is your introspection, this is your mind, this is your emotions, this is you. But at the same time, this phase is a lot less egotistical because you're, as you shed those layers and start to heal, you start to develop empathy and you start to, if you didn't already have it, I mean, you start to develop empathy and you start to see how we're, we're a lot more alike than we once thought and how there's a lot more things in somebody else that you can see in yourself. It's going to be very personal and it's going to scare you. Even if you don't consciously think that, it's going to scare you. So yeah, phase two is kind of scary. You just take a lot of responsibility. This is when you get off autopilot. It's very complex. There's a lot of nuances and it's very, very important. So do not skip this phase. Do not get stuck. Self-love is really what's going to graduate you from every phase. That's the purpose of going through these phases is to grow in love and to heal and like grow your soul. So you have to love yourself through all of this and remember that you have everything it takes to get through this. Sometimes you'll look at a wound or something that you're working on for yourself and think like, oh my God, that seems so impossible. How the fuck am I going to get through that? Think about that shit all the time. And then you just put one foot in front of the other, love yourself the whole way have self-compassion and eventually you get through it and then oh, you wake up one day and you're like wow that used to trigger me or like that used to really piss me off and now it doesn't bother me you'll just wake up one day and you'll be like wow i'm so healed <laughs> this is a work in progress forever but you'll like you'll start to notice it you can do it it's, that phase is hard but you got this you got this you can do it deep breaths finally we're moving to phase three. 
So you can probably guess what phase three is. Phase one, physical. Phase two, mental, emotional. Phase three is the spiritual. So basically all the phases are body, mind, soul. So the third phase, a natural lead in from phase two. I feel like the, the transition from phase one to phase two is kind of a difficult one, which keeps so many people stuck in phase one. But then the, fa the transition between phase two and phase three is so natural and like almost seamless. It's people very naturally, I feel like when they start working on themselves and start defrosting, like unpacking everything, they very much lead into a spiritual world, into a spiritual life. So phase three is all about your relationship to the divine to whoever you call God, source energy, universe, universal love, whatever you call the divine is like that connection and relationship that you have with that and with nature and all of that is basically what phase three is all about. I grew up Catholic and so I have like a weird relationship with the term God I'll explain like my beliefs in a different episode, but I have a weird relationship with the term God. So sometimes I'll use the term God while I'm talking about this, but most of the time I'll probably say the universe. I like that term better. But yeah, this is all about connecting and your relationship with them. In this phase, you start to realize that people are all connected, that we're all part of a collective group whether that be for me i personally believe that we're all part of a collective consciousness we're just the universe experiencing itself but you may not believe that and that's totally fine this is very personal to us our relationship with the divine is so personal and so unique every single person's view or like image of god is typically completely different don't compare yourself basically this is all about you and them or it whatever it's all about you in the universe it's no one else because yeah when we start to realize that we're all connected and that this is when you start to focus on your purpose or your greater calling when you start to realize that your life has purpose and your life has meaning this is really maybe you're atheist and phase three is about you just assigning meaning to your life. I don't know. This is so personal, phase three. It's just spiritual. It's about your soul. So it's totally up to you how you wanna make that up. Um, you may see your, the, your divine as like a Christian God, you may not. Um, however, I do believe that just personally, if you fall into a Western religion in america <laughs> if you fall deep into a western religion i really don't believe that you did enough work in phase two and that you're not you need to go back to phase two or you need to or you what probably happened was you skipped over phase two if you dabbled in it a little bit you probably skipped from phase one to phase three and if that happens that's how you end up in religion phase one to phase three because you don't want to dive into phase three phase two phase two is the hard one um that is when you end up in religion and religion is about rules and organization 
and control. It's not about the soul or the spiritual. It's your relationship with God or the divine or the universe. That's what phase three is about. And you have to go through phase three. You can't skip any of these fucking phases or else it'll be detrimental. <laughs> this is not about religion. This is about spirituality. I hope that makes sense. This is not about religion. So phase three is a lot shorter than the other two phases, but essentially like gist of this whole phase three is that you start to realize that we are all connected. You start to realize that you, your life has purpose. You have a greater calling. You start to realize that you can develop a relationship with divine. This is all the purpose of phase three, and it's very important. They're all very important, but it's important. You need this because this helps really, this helps make you a good fucking person, honestly. <laughs> if you only go phase one, phase two, you skip phase three and you cycle back in through phase one, phase two, then you're gonna be a really fucking egotistical person. You're gonna be the worst. I, I also know people that are like this, and you're gonna be the worst person ever. Like you're gonna be insufferable. You need this phase three. You need all of the phases. If you go to just phase two and phase three, then first of all, you're probably gonna be kind of a weirdo. <laughs> Sorry. But if you're just in phase two and phase three, then you're missing a whole physical part of self-love. Self-love is physical too. You're missing that. And so you don't properly love yourself enough. Sorry, I'm just gonna tell you how it is. And if you go through, so that's if, if you go through phase, just phase two and three and you skip phase one, you don't, you're missing a whole part of self-love. If you go phase one and phase two and you skip phase three, what did I say earlier? Oh yeah, you're gonna be really egotistical. You're gonna be insufferable. And you're not gonna think about anyone else besides yourself. You're not gonna develop empathy or probably even very much emotional intelligence. And then if you go phase one and phase three and you skip phase two, you're gonna fall into religion. You're gonna fall into a cult, honestly, because <laughs> you're not gonna develop critical thinking skills. You're not gonna have any idea of your patterns. You're not gonna develop emotional regulation. And you're, I just want you to think for a second how many people you know that went from phase one to phase three. Like those gym bros that are like, didn't see you on church, at church on Sunday. I know so many of those. I live in the fucking Midwest. It's all made up of gym bros that go to church. <laughs> They're insufferable. So in conclusion, there's phase one, the physical, phase two, the mental and emotional. I include that in the mental. And then there's phase three. Also, I'm missing two nails, sorry. And then there's phase three, the spiritual. You need all three phases. And ideally, you should really go in that order. Now, if you accidentally went in on like, if you started on like phase two or phase three, that's okay. You just need to cycle through all your phases. So like, that's okay. Just keep moving forward basically, essentially. But you you need all three phases. And ideally you go phase one, then phase two, then phase three. Because phase one's that foundation that you need. So once you finish phase three, and I don't, again, it's not like a graduation like you, I know I've used that term a lot, but it's not like a graduation, like you need to take a test and then move on. It's just when you feel pulled towards the next phase, when you feel called, it should be a pretty natural evolution. Currently I'm in phase three. I'm so fucking spiritual right now. I'm like all about manifestation. I'm all about all that shit. I love it. And like astrology, human design, the universe, 
live for it. I fucking live for it. But I currently am like feeling myself be a little bit pulled closer to the physical again. I'm getting into fitness again, which is pretty exciting. Love it. And so I'm about to cycle back through for the first time. And ideally I will cycle through forever until I die on this earth and go to heaven. So yeah, I'm about to cycle back through, which I'm excited. But like I said before, once you go through all the cycles or once you go to the next cycle or next phase, then you'll bring with you everything from before. So it's like a spiral, but you're spiraling up. So like you start phase one, phase two, phase three, phase one, phase three, you know, you're spiraling up. And you're taking with, with you all of the knowledge that you acquired from the previous stages. So a lot of times people that I see that cycle back around, say they went through phase one, they went through two, they went through three, and now they're back around to phase one. A lot of people I see that do that are into like yoga or like they're really, they get really into like Ayurvedic cooking or like mushrooms, like magic mushrooms, or maybe they're really into nutrition or wellness. I've also seen people that are like really into nature and just like feel like they have an emotional connection. So you're back in the physical phase, but you carry with you that spiritual part of the last phase, if that makes sense. So I'm not saying that you've got to become like that. I'm just saying that like, I, t I have a tendency to see that sometimes. Um, but this is a completely personal journey to you. Every single person's journey is gonna look different. I have just noticed that these are typically three phases that we go through as humans. And um, yeah, but it's gonna look like whatever you want it to look like. And every single person is on their own personal journey. So keep that in fucking mind because it's not just you. Like, get out of that egotistic mindset, unless it's serving you, whatever. But yeah, also remember like this isn't happening to you, this is happening for you. This is for you. Earth is a school happening for you. So this is not about like, like I know it can feel kind of trapping. You're like, oh my God, I am on the cycle. I can't get off. Like I'm on this roller coaster forever. It's not like that. It's happening for you, for your own personal like, soul growth, for yourself. This is happening for you and it's so good. Every single time you go through a phase or like, growth and learn you are growing as a soul you're growing as a person you're bettering the world the more you grow the more you help the people around you the more you develop self-love the more you develop love for others i mean like isn't that this isn't that the goal is to grow in yourself learn your own personal lessons but also to grow in love and to share love and spread it and that's what this evolution is doing this is your evolution as a soul on this planet that's what these three phases do as you cycle through them it's for the best of the world it's for the good of the world for the good of you and for the good of the universe so like how exciting is that like let's do this fucking together it's really important that you love yourself along the whole way radical self-love and radical self-acceptance you don't have to radically accept other people by the way Side note, you don't have to radically accept other people. But you do have to radically love and accept yourself. It's key.
to this. It's going to move you through the phases. It's going to keep you growing and developing the whole way. That is extremely important. So each phase, as you grow, you'll learn a little bit more about yourself, a little bit more about the universe, grow a little bit more in love. Super important. Um, also, I would really recommend journaling about this. Pull out your journal either right now or pull it out maybe later when you have time. But I really recommend journaling on this topic, just about like the different phases, how you feel about it, what phase you think you're in currently, what phase maybe you'd like to go to next, even though I really hope that you would go on the right evolution, you know, phase one, phase two, phase three. Don't skip phases. That's a mess, like it's messy. But um, yeah, just journal on like what phase you think you're in, what you learned from your previous phases. I'm kind of assuming that most of you are going to be on phase two or phase three because I don't think I'm not a very fitnessy podcast, even though like that's part of what I do because it's like I said in the last episode, it's part of the pie of wellness. And I do have a background as a personal trainer, but it's a part of this whole thing. It's a part of the wellness, everything. But it's not my main focus, so I feel like if you found this podcast, probably on phase two or three, probably not on phase one. Um, so just like journal about what you learned in phase one, maybe. Um, yeah, that's most of it. Um, last thing for today, I have a little segment that I call What is Maggie Reading is the next one. So I'm going to incorporate this into every episode, I think, or most episodes. I love books. Oh, also I forgot to mention, part of phase two is therapy. A lot of people get triggered into phase two by going to therapy. They're in phase one. I forgot to mention this before. Fuck. They'll be like in phase one and then like something bad will happen or something like that. And then they're kind of pushed into phase two. That can also happen. And... A lot of people will like go to therapy. That is a big one. That unlocks phase two for a lot of people. Or that's like also a lot of people will go to therapy and then while they're in phase two and then they're like it'll help them get through it. So that's a tool that you can use for phase two. But for me personally, I have never had, I'm a huge supporter of therapy. Huge. I think everyone should try it. It, it hasn't so far worked for me. I just don't think I've found the right therapy. I think I need EMDR, but I've only tried cognitive behavioral therapy and it wasn't for me. But a huge thing that has gotten me through phase two was books. I'm obsessed with books, self-help books. I think that they're such a good low cost way to just like discover things about yourself and just to learn so much. I love learning. So this segment is about what is Maggie reading and I'm gonna show you like what books I'm currently reading. I'll probably on weeks that like I'm not reading anything new then I'll probably just go over like books I have read in the past that I really loved. I also listen to a lot of podcasts on Audible or on Libby. I love that so I'll mention those too like I listen to a lot these days because I don't have like a lot of time anymore just to sit down and read but so these are the books I have read or am reading this week so the first book I forgot to bring it over here and I don't want to go get it 
So let me just show you. So this book actually is fiction, which is pretty wild because I never read fiction books. This is just really random, but this book is called The Awakening by Kate Chopin. It was written in 1890-something or like 1910, 1910s, 1890s time, um, like the turn of the last century. And it was, it was like shut down as being like crazy at the time. It's basically a feminist book. I read it in high school. I was forced to read it for like a book, something or other, like a book report. And I was obsessed with this book back in high school, mostly because I just related to the characters so much. But if you like a good feminist read, I'm obsessed with this book. It, I reread it. It was so fucking good. Sorry, I'm trying to find a good image. Oh, here's a good image. This is like the cover. It's called The Awakening by Kate Chopin. It's about this Victorian woman who doesn't want to live a Victorian lifestyle, basically. <laughs> She's married with kids. She just wants to live by herself and be an artist and with no responsibilities. And I love her for that. And then she kills herself. Sorry. Fuck, I spoiled it. Oh yeah, it was first published in 1899. Oh, I love it. And then the next book I'm reading, I'm actually rereading it for the third time. I love this one. It's called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She is one of my all-time favorite authors. And I love her. I'm trying to cut down on how much I say I'm obsessed with something. This is what the book looks like. But if you're a creative like me, this book is fantastic. Um, also, even if you don't consider yourself to be a creative, you are a creative. Just humans inherently are creative creatures. So this will help you live a more creative life. And I love her style of writing. She's so good. Love this book. So I'm rereading it. And so that's all I'm, I'm reading this week. How exciting. And last thing before we go, um, I really want to start an advice segment on this podcast. This is only my second episode, so nobody's watching yet, obviously. But when people do start watching, I really want to start an advice segment. So I'm going to link an email down below. So if, like, in case for some re fucking reason you see this episode, then you can email this email with a question asking for advice and I will answer it in an upcoming episode but I probably won't start for a couple more for a while honestly until like I, I start to get traction and people start to see this I would really like that eventually so if you have a question I'll link the email that you can email a question to and it's kind of just based on like all of my years of working with clients and all the wisdom I have gained up until this point. Okay, well, thank you for listening to this second episode. I think it went a lot better, a lot longer than the first one. So that's good. Love you guys. And I will see you next week. See ya.